having just finished Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and hopefully all of us being signed into the Book of Life, we are confronted with the challenge that the rabbis tell us that the judgment actually continues. And in fact, the very last hope of judgment is the last day right before Shemini Aseris, the last day, the seventh day of Sukkot, right before the eighth day. And that day is known by the terminology of the rabbis as Hoshana Rabbah, which means the great save me now. Hoshana is to save us now. Hosha, save, not now or please. And the obvious question is, having gone to gone through 30 days of preparation for Rosh Hashanah in the days of Elul and introspection and thinking about the fact that we are about to be judged and going through the judgment of Rosh Hashanah, the davening that we do, praying for ourselves and the community for the whole year, knowing that Hashem is our king, blowing the shofar, and then continuing the days of repentance and getting to Yom Kippur, where we spend the entire almost 20 for 25 hours of the day praying for forgiveness and asking for God's atonement and graciousness combined with our numerous confessions of many, many misdeeds, what's left? What are we, what are we hoping for after this? I mean, if after all that, we still are not yet privileged to be signed into the book of life, how can we hope for something afterwards? Because we celebrated the holiday of sukkahs because we sat in a sukkah, had a few meals there, or because we uh, picked up a lulav and an esrog, hadassim and an aravos, that's somehow going to give us now permission to be signed in the Book of Life. How can we understand that? And I'd like to suggest really a very simple explanation, and it very much pertains to the Book of Yonah. The Book of Yonah concludes with the fact that Yonah really did not want to go to the city of Nineveh, but God sent his messenger, the big fish, and Yonah ultimately had to accede and go to the city of Yonah and warn them to repent, and they repented. And then Yonah, outside the city, was protected by a kikayon, some sort of a tree that grew to protect him and give him shade. And then this tree died, and Yonah was extremely depressed and disappointed and he felt like dying, the, the Torah tells us, the, the prophet tells us. And that's pretty much how the book concludes with God saying to, to Yonah, here you are literally ready to die because of your lack of shade and being beaten by the sun. And you're mourning over the loss of this tree, this Kikayon tree. And I shouldn't care about an entire huge city of people of Ninveh and their animals too. That's the conclusion of the book. And so I suggest that a major message of the book of Yonah is that everything in God's creation serves a very important purpose because God has a kingdom, God has a plan, and all the different incredible opportunities that happen through various people in this world for other people is because of God's somehow master plan that provides that every person gets both the resources and the challenges that they need in order for them to develop according to his will for their best development and for what's good for the whole world. And so God's message to Yonah is, yes, I know that you consider the Jewish people to be the most important in creation, and so do I. But in truth, everything in creation serves a very important purpose. Just like this kikayon is so important to you, 
the people of Nineveh and the impact that they have on the world, including their animals, is also hugely important for my design plan. As Jews, we are responsible to take critical roles of leadership in the world, both for ourselves, our families, our communities, and the world. That really is the meaning behind, and you are a kingdom of Kohanim and a holy people that God instructs us before he gives us the Torah at Mount Sinai. We are a kingdom of servers and leaders for the whole world, which is what a Kohen is. At the same time, everything in creation serves a purpose, and a leader has to know how to make themselves and facilitate others to fulfill their purpose. When, in fact, we are not stepping up and being the role models of Jews that we're supposed to be, and we did not make it in Elul, Rosh Hashanah, 10 Days of Repentance, Yom Kippur, we still have a purpose, just like everything in the world has a purpose. We just need to acknowledge that it's our purpose. And if we say to Hashem, Hashem, save us now because we do have something useful to do in this world, even if it's not the role that is the ideal role for us, because we have not yet developed and matured into the beings that we're supposed to be in God's eyes, we still have what we can do in the world. Whether it's sweep the floor or pick up the trash or take the dog for a walk because that's part of God's plan, that's part of the plan. And that is a reason to be saved even now. So the holiday of Sukkot is a time when we need to realize the importance of everything in creation and the fact that, yeah, it is a transitory world with an ultimate future being the world that is God's world. But in the meantime, we have a lot of things to do. And as long as we sign up to be part of God's kingdom and his orchestration of everything in the world for the benefit of everyone in the world for the ultimate purpose, we have an entitlement to be saved now. And so with this in mind, we entered the holiday of Sukkot and ultimately Davin, Hoshana Lamancha Hashem, save us for your sake. What do you mean for your sake? God doesn't need us. Actually, he does because he decided that the world has a purpose and we have a purpose in that world.